0: Love it with some passion, rubber band and the money that keeps stacking, got a honey who come with elite fashion, she too fine, I tell her that thing magic, you ain't a hustle, you broke, what well that seems tragic,
1: got a catch in the fields like deep passes, I tell her plug if it's sticky then please bag it,
0: I need the best cause I grew up beneath madness, Need a Matt Burger, need mercy. Burn. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Might hurt. Smoking extra kill that extra seal. Whoa. Whoa. Buffalo money need extra bills till I'm eating some Need much. Extra bills. What is going on? Bills fans, NFL fans, and just just everybody that might just be watching for the heck of it what is going on everybody it's your boy jay Spencer king and i got my brother my man Steros, for the girls hanging with me tonight uh my man antoine staley is currently kicking it in indianapolis for the combine i was supposed to be there i might i might try to go a little late just for the ending festivities has some other things going on but we got richard rush in the building we got my girl steph in the building uh and then like i said it's it's, it's me and, and Steros in the building and then as everybody comes in we'll acknowledge everybody but yo what's going on sterling it's been i know we we got together last week but i feel like it ain't been like like now we about to get on a, a regular thing so it's about yeah. to be what's up with you
1: yeah man it's good man uh any, anytime there's uh, uh the king and sterles in the house you already know it's about to go down and especially about what we're going to be talking about tonight so i'm yeah. excited
0: Normally it's trouble when we're around, but tonight it won't be trouble. <laughs> it's going <gonna be, laughs> to be a good show. We're gonna um, we going to behave. I promise y'all we're going to behave. Uh, there might be a couple conversations or, you know, sometimes we have some takes that some people don't like, but it's, it might happen. It's okay. Uh, but let's start off. Um, I do want to, before I even get into um, a lot of the football stuff that I want to talk about, you know, obviously Les- Leslie Frazier stepping away from the game, Um there was an article that came out that I would like to talk about, about um, Joe Biscaglia of the athletic was talking about how we need to kind of move on from some people. He he mentioned Beasley specifically and a couple other players who are high profile on the team. But before we get there, I do just want to shout out and and pray as well for the families of the, the firefighter that lost his life today in Buffalo down on main street. And um, just anybody who was affected by that, if anybody else was injured or, or just anything we, we, our prayers go out to you. You know, we, uh, it's just horrible news. And it just seems like Buffalo can't get a break lately, man. And I don't know what's happening, but I, I hate it. I hate it so much.
1: Yeah, man. I, I saw that today and man, your heart goes out to, you know, who you know, whoever owned the business and the people around, they got to see it. I mean, you know, I think we lose grip that that stuff touches a lot of people in different ways, you know what I'm saying? And this is just the latest event, of many that the Bills and the Buffalo community has had to deal with. And it's unfortunate.
0: I, I just feel like every, every other month or every month I come on this show and I'm having one of these discussions and I'm saying, you know, we praying and it, it's just, it's just ugly, man. It's a really tough thing. So, but let's, um let's try to be a little distraction for the next 50 minutes to an hour. And um hopefully we can, distract everybody from the reality that's going on even though it's no longer football season we are gonna get into some stuff so let's start off i already talked about this personally on the the code of conduct yesterday i had some special guests from built in buffalo uh, my man luca and josh and we kind of talked about it in depth but how, how do you feel or how did you feel yesterday when you got the news like leslie frazier is deciding to take a leave of absence or he's taking a step away from football with plans to return in 2024 it was a it was a a head-scratcher to me, but it was unexpected news. How do you, how did you react?
1: It's bittersweet, man. Uh, I think, you know, part of me is always wanting uh, African-American coaches to succeed, right? Let Mm -hmm. alone when it's for your favorite team. Um, But, however, with that being said, I do think that it was time. I think it's time for change. Um, You know, there's only, and I say that with this, there's only so much that we know, right? But they know the full story. And so we can have these ideas and, and, and hot takes or whatever. fact of the matter is he's gone. He, he, he wants to uh, take some time and do whatever he's got to do with his family. And, and I kudos to that, but yeah. you know, there is part of parts of me that wish there were some things that were tweaked in his coaching style schematically. Um, so I think it puts more pressure on Sean McDermott, to be honest, because uh, you know he wants to kind of uh, be the CEO and kind of just you know do the head coach thing. But he's gonna have to he's gonna have to do some in-game adjustments on the defensive side. And how much is that gonna take away from you know the overall coaching ability on on uh, making those you know those decisions that that we already feel like he kind of struggles with sometimes. So mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be interesting to see, but I, I like the idea of Sean McDermott being a defensive coordinator or yeah, being a defensive coordinator, you know, seeing let's get some new eyes, some fresh a uh, fresh feel to it because we you know, we were just not getting it done late in games in the playoffs.
0: My man uh, Daryl Dome says he thinks that it was some personal things with Leslie from the way Bean spoke. Nothing but well wishes to the OG. And, I, and I, I'm with him there. Speaking to uh, uh, my man Daryl Domes, me, you and him yesterday, the, the three of us were, were kind of talking about this in our chat that we got. Yeah. And you both were on the side like, yo, it's time. And I'm, I was the one that was pushing back. And I, I get I get where people come from when they're like, yo, Okay, you could talk about the rankings all you want to. You could talk about having a top five defense for most of his tenure in Buffalo all you want to. But uh, when it matters, like the last game of the season in the playoffs, we don't do well against certain teams. Here's my only rebuttal to that. And I'll... I'll, So I'm going to give you my rebuttal. And then the question that I have, this, this is where I'm going. Okay. Okay. In the 90s, right? basketball we talk about basketball there were some amazing hoopers in the nba like amazing hoopers but what happened was if you just so happened to be playing in that first half of the 90s and like the early part of the second half of the 90s you wasn't winning a championship because that was the bulls that was chicago jordan had that thing on rap now i'm not saying that that's exactly what's happening in the nfl i don't think patrick mahomes is going to win every year i don't think but You got to realize the last three playoff games that we have lost have come to Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes. And sometimes it don't matter, it don't matter who the defensive coordinator is. You get what I'm saying? Like you could have a combination of Rex Ryan, Wade Phillips, Leslie Frazier. Think of think of all of the great defensive coordinators you know or ball them up in one just one guy. You could have that guy on your defense. Don't matter. Sometimes people are just that hot. If you go back to last year's playoff game where Josh Allen, everybody in Buffalo knows it, the 13 seconds game, right? I think it's the same for that. Kansas City had a pretty decent defense last year. They had an actually really good defense last year. Guess what? They couldn't stop Josh Allen either. And it just so happened that they won that game because they got the toss and they scored first. If the Bills would have got that, the, the coin flip, nobody's telling me that the Bills wouldn't have won that game. So what I'm saying is, it's the same it, – you gotta. You just got – sometimes you got to ac- accept the L. You got to accept the time that it is. It doesn't mean that we got to move on from personnel or we got to move on from coaches because that particular time we weren't successful. There's other ways to measure success other than winning the Super Bowl. But I guarantee you, if the Bills got the ball first last season against the Chiefs and – then, and then you talk about this year. You talk about okay. this year. Joe Burrow – I can't even say that he really outperformed. He, did, he didn't show up and he didn't just like dominate us. What ended up happening was the team showed up flat. Now, some might say that's coaching. You might be like, yeah, well, you got to get your team ready. Then I put that on Sean McDermott. But I can't blame Leslie Frazier for guys not showing Jordan got injured in the game. We didn't have Micah. If we would have had one more week, Micah Hyde would have came back to play. Von Miller was out. You lose three all pro talents for the last game of the season and you think it's going to be easy and, and the bills are just going to do it. I don't, I don't know, man. So I, I want to hear your rebuttal, but I had to build it. Yeah. I had to set the. Okay. Cause, okay. Cause that's where I'm coming from with it. I just, I, I feel like there's too much hate in Buffalo for, and not just Leslie Frazier. I, I feel the mm-hmm. same way about our offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. It's his first year. You mean to tell me in my first year, I'm ranked number two. Man, y'all can miss me by saying y'all want me fired. You know what type of celebrations I'm doing? Give me all the ace of spades. We popping bottles. I'm popping the top every time. Number two in my first year, that's basically – Okay, yeah. go ahead. Get your so, rebuttal.
1: Okay, so so to so the defense. Like, when I look at the Bills' defense, I look at, you know, like, let's just say this, Bill Belichick. When When, when a Bill Belichick team takes the field, and when he had Tom Brady – in their dynasty years, I felt like Bill Belichick was able to take away something from the other team,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and and schematically and in-game adjustments in terms of matchups, I felt like Bill was superior to some other coaches. Like he did a really good job of stopping high-profile offenses in the playoffs. He did a really mm-hmm. good job, and, and I I think a lot of times we get so caught up in well Tom Brady won this and Tom Brady won that, but the defense most of times, especially in the Super Bowls, carried the Patriots. All I'm saying is I need more of that from whoever is coaching the defense. I didn't get enough of that from Leslie. Now I agree with you, Mahomes, Burrow, they can light up anybody on any given day, and I would even throw in uh, Jalen Hurts to an extent, like what what his ability and what he's been able to do. Just just I'm not from, ready. Just I feel from- you. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Like, I feel you. high octane offense, yeah, I mean, I know it's a tough pill to swallow, but I feel like I want to see them be able to take something away. Like, when they come to play Buffalo, we know the Bills' passing defense is always pretty good. Their defense overall is always pretty good. But just like Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson in that triangle offense, they knew how to take something away. I feel like Sean McDermott is guilty of this as well. I will. I will even give the offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey a pass on this. But McDermott and Frazier have been doing this for a very long time, and I I expect better. Like I understand having an expectation, right? And I know the Bills have been bad for a long time, and they've been a really good team for the past five six years. But we, I think it's okay for us to raise our expectations because you have a generational quarterback, and I feel like they're going to waste them if they're not careful. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where, that's kind of where I'm with the Leslie Frazier thing. I like Leslie Frazier. I just wish there were some things different where they could have, you know, uh, done a better job of stopping some, taking away the, the right hand of some of these other teams and they failed to do that.
0: And I agree with you. Like, to, so that, to that point, I will agree with you and say, we got to do a better job of taking away at least one of their main weapons or one of the things that they like to do as an offense, but they did for the majority of the season. And then, like I said, I can have this conversation. If I was a fan of another team, I could have the same conversation about going up against Josh Allen. Cause mm-hmm. there's times where you're like, yo, we got to take away digs. Guess what? Kansas city last year in the playoffs took away digs. And then guess what? Josh ate him up with Gabriel Davis. He ate him up with the run. He ate him up like, it, Okay. So we're going to take away the passing game. Got to figure out what to do with Josh, the Jets, right? We're going to take away the passing game. We got sauce out there. We're going to do it. We're going to shut these boys down. Then what does he do? Josh Allen does, he's running, doing helicopter flips over dudes when they hit him. Like he's just, you take one thing away and he's a freaking, he's an android. He just figures out how to still succeed. Sometimes you just go against guys where it don't matter. And I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it like, all right, just accept losing. No, I'm tired of losing. You know but you got to understand yeah. where I'm coming from. i I just don't understand. Um, now with Leslie, he stepped away. It was a it was a mutual decision for this year. He's gonna take some space, come back. Maybe it'll be with the Bills, maybe not. But I don't understand all of this love. It's a love affair on Twitter, it's a love affair when you're listening to uh Bills Talk Radio, it's a love affair when you're listening to all of these other uh content creators talking about man, it was time for Leslie to go. I'm happy that dude is gone. No, because if and then I even saw somebody else say Oh, this is cool. Now do Ken Dorsey. No, like, like we get so emotional (laughs) and we want guys gone. And it's like, yo, how are y'all? And then somebody yelled at me because I tried to remind people. I'm like, look, we, we weren't in the playoffs for 17 years. Like I'm 30, dude, I just turned 37. I just turned 37. So for like 46% of my life, the Buffalo bills didn't make the play. Think about that. Like for Come on, man. So, no, I'm not gonna just forget about that. Now we got somebody who's made the playoffs five out of six years, and it don't look like they're slowing down. Do I think the AFC East is catching up? The Jets are getting a lot better. But come on, we gotta, we gotta I just I just think we gotta cut some slack to some of these dudes, especially sure. somebody like Leslie Frazier.
1: Yeah, I think it's never as bad as we think it is, it's never as good as we think it is, right? If there's always somewhere in the middle and, and you make some really valid points on the other side. And, and, you know, you have that. So I think in the middle. So I think, you know, it was a culmination of all the things that just happened on a on that day that were horrible injuries all season long. Couldn't do anything about that. You talk about off the field adversity. We all know the stories there. And then, you know, the thing in game is it's snowing. Why are they playing seven to ten yards (laughs) off of these receivers is something that I will never understand. And McDermott. And Sean McDermott is is he like that? that that's where I get fresh more frustrated is because you have Sean McDermott who's supposedly be aggressive, but but that did y'all, did did him and did him and Leslie not like get a like figure this out? That, that's what I'm saying. Like you have all the things in the room to be better. You have all the things in there. Why is it in the playoffs that our defense that's so good in the regular season, it feels like it just struggles in the playoffs? And and that's that's my girl there. Uh, Dog, it it, it hurts. It hurts.
0: She said just so. So for those of you listening by uh, podcast, uh, is it I don't want to say the name wrong. So tell me how to pronounce the name. Marlis. Marlis, Miss Marlis says that's a lot of disappointment in 37 years. And that, yes, for damn sure it is. When you, <laughs> listen, and then and then the thing that makes it worse, y'all see I'm wearing a, a Mamba baseball jersey. I'm a Lakers fan, you know what I'm saying? For baseball, I'm a, I grew up in Buffalo, so I'm not just like falling in love with all the, the major teams. We didn't have a basketball team, and I damn sure wasn't rooting for the Knicks. I just wasn't doing it. I wasn't rooting for Toronto or Cleveland. Magic Johnson was the greatest point guard of all time, and when I was growing up, that's who was, So I'm a Lakers fan, baseball, Yankees, like everybody in Buffalo loves the Yankees. Now we got some new team, but I'm used to hanging up banners. And you mean to tell me we don't win the division? We don't even sniff the conference, yet alone the playoffs for 17 years, my boy. Come on, man. Uh, Come on. Before we go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so before we move on from the topic about the coaching staff and all of this stuff, Sean McDermott was on One Bills Live yesterday on Radio Road down there at the Combine. And um, one of the things, they asked him about increased production from the draft picks in year three of their careers. And I had a response to it. I'm going to play the quote. I'm going to play what he said. And I just want your reaction. Okay. I think, Chris, it really comes back to time. It used to be under the old rules that we had more time with the players, both uh, for sure, in the off season, yeah. and now that time has been greatly reduced, so time on task, like anything, comes into play. So that it used to be year two was the litmus test of can the player do X, Y, and Z, um, and now it's hey we need to give them until year three to really see who they are as a player. Okay, and, and so I think that I think that works, uh, and and that's why we're seeing that trend develop. So so that was Coach McDermott's uh, response to that about why we see an increase um, in production come year three. Now, my response to that was that the Kansas City Chiefs had rookies in the Super Bowl and in, in the playoffs each round. Everybody they drafted this year had a major contribution to their playoff run and their Super Bowl win. What's your response to that?
1: Can, can I be just honest? It's cap. I am sick of the, the, the good old boy. This is our family BS that they, that McDermott and these, these dudes, they be putting out there. I'm going to be honest. Like the reason why you don't have contributors at that level is because you're not drafting well and you hang on to players that you should be, that you should have just let go. Right. We can, we can go Trent Murphy. And I mean, I can go down the line and name players that the Bills should let go. Mm -hmm. But the, but you you draft rookies. The last three drafts haven't been really good, and, and the middle rounds your drafts have not been good, and that's the that that's it right there. We, we got a we got contributions out of a uh, Benford who was a six round cornerback. Okay, great, but he got in, he was injured twice this year, so I was I would give them a pass. That was a great pick. But show me outside of James Cook who who they nursed and waited you know twelve weeks for him to get going. There are other teams out there. You talk about, and we could talk about now. I think the Jets. The Jets have been knocking drafts out the park. Now, I know they've been picking high in rounds one, but the middle of their drafts have been good. Late, it's been good for the last few seasons since Joe Douglas became the GM. You got, you know, teams like the Texans, like we mentioned in our chat. The Texans is another team. Last year, Jalen Petrie, other guys. The Bills draft uh freaking Terrell Bernard. Like Boogie Basham. Like th- this is why you don't have a roster like that because the bills haven't been drafted. So for him to come out here and say, "Well, we're evaluating. It's going to take two to three years." I, if you can play, you can play. Now again, development matters, and and players get better as they go. But you mean to tell me you wouldn't rather have, you know, George Karloftis producing like he did you know, Leo Chanel for the chiefs. Like he, I mean, I can go on and on and name all the chiefs draft picks. If you want me to, these guys are producing. So I get tired of the, it's cap, man. It is it, such cap. And I, I'm okay with the, the process, but boy, I don't trust it. I'm skeptical of the process. Now I just am. Man.
0: <laughs> Look, this, this is what I'm gonna do. Cause, cause you started, you, start, you started talking about the, the, the rookies, right? So this is this, from this past season. Um, this is these are these are the this is this is the draft class of the Buffalo Bills. Kyer Elam, round one, round two, James Cook, Terrell Bernard, round three, round five, Khalil Shakir, round six, Matariza, Razer, whatever Razer, round uh, six again, Christian Benford, round six, Luce Tanuda. I already say his name wrong, and then round seven, Balin Specter. Okay.
1: okay, so round one, Kyer Elam. He was.
0: He was good. That was a good pick. They should have played him more. Right, and that's my problem. He started six games for the Buffalo Bills in a season, in a season where Trey White was on IR, or he didn't even play. He wasn't active until, what, week 12, 13? I don't remember the week, but he he came in late because he was mentally not ready or whatever, and that's fine. He had an ACL tear. He didn't think he was ready. Fine. But why do you use a first-round pick on the cornerback if you're not going to use him when your top cornerback is down? Exactly. Round two james cook right we're talking about james cook now he did get more of the play late in the season that's fine hopefully next year they we already heard brandon bean and sean mcdermott talk about an increased role terrell bernard round three where is this guy like i feel like you could play where in the world is carmen san diego with, with terrell bernard i don't know if everybody is old enough for that game i might be showing my age with that cartoon and all that stuff but terrell bernard where in the world was terrell bernard where yeah, how many people
1: knew his name pre-draft process? I mean, I knew him because that's kind of what I do. But how many other people knew who he was? And to take him in the third round, I, I ain't never seen a mock draft with this dude anywhere near the third or fourth round. That I mean, and, and they and then they talk about, well, you know, he could he could really fill in for Tremaine Edmonds. No, where? He doesn't have n- nearly the athleticism that Tremaine does, nor does he have the instincts that Tremaine does. So how is he going to play Mike linebacker in this defense? And,
0: and dog, if we lose Tremaine, at, yo. Right? We'll talk uh, about and, that in a No, Oh, yeah, let's, we're going to get to let's, that. No, okay, let, yes, let's keep going.
1: Let's, Khalil Shakir, 10 catches. Well, he showed flashes, but he didn't get the opportunity, so you rather put Jake Kumaro and you rather put Isaiah McKenzie out there than Khalil oh, Shakir. Wait.
0: Wait, all love, because I, I was happy when they brought back Cole Beasley. But you'd rather bring a guy that hasn't played 80% of the season back off his couch rather than give Khalil Shakir chances. Exactly. And that's no hate to Cole. I love Cole. Huh. But what I'm saying is you drafted a guy. You drafted a guy with a lot of the same uh, – qu- now, I get it. Cole Beasley was more. He he was recently an all pro player. I get that. Cole Beasley is Cole Beasley. That's why I said I'm not hating on Cole, but you drafted Khalil Shakir. Why was Isaiah McKenzie getting all of those snaps? Don't get me started on Isaiah McKenzie. Don't get me started. No. And and so, again, as a person, as a personality and for Buffalo, Isaiah McKenzie is a good dude people love him. He does the podcast with my man, Ty. You know, he, you know, he he has a good personality, very interesting. He he sang in the choir on uh, America's Got Talent, all this stuff. The dude is cool, but he makes more mistakes than he doesn't. And, and the coaching staff decided that it was better to maintain his place in the lineup rather than saying, you know what, let's give our rookie a shot who has shown that he's, he he can do some of these things that we're asking McKenzie to do that he's he's making mistakes in. Round six, punter, Matterizer, right? Yeah. Okay, we all know what happened with yep. him. So we we gonna we're gonna get him a pass on that one. Cause I do think had he not have um allegations, I, I do think he would have had one of those type of punt games that we would in Buffalo would have been like, yeah, we would have sure. been very happy about. So I'm not mad at that pick. I'm just mad that obviously we didn't get to
1: Well, you okay. It's fair to be mad at that pick, and we'll tell you why. Because they should have done their due diligence and researching his past or the the stuff that came up because they knew about it. Well, so I think I think that's fair. I think it's fair to be critical of that. That's part of the problem with the draft with their draft. Well, no, that's part see, of you, it.
0: You can be, but then I mean, I think I just saw an article maybe two three weeks ago that all the charges against him have been dropped and and that he hasn't. You know, like there won't be any. Charges coming for it because he's been cleared or whatever. So I have seen that. So again, like that, that type of situation is like, you know, I had some, some, some cap last season. People was trying to talk about me and, and linking me to some other dude that got messed up on, on social media, doing some stupid stuff. They try to connect me. So I, I get that sometimes people just talk. For sure. So I understand that. I'm, I'm going to give Matt a
1: pass on that. We'll give him a pass on that.
0: Uh, Christian Benford. Great, I like Christian Benford. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Luke. Luke but He ain't even on the squad, <laughs> bro. Luke Tanuda. <Tenuta. laughs> like, even if, if you ever been in Madden and, and, and you're drafting and like, you look at these names. I that's just a name that you just be like, nah, I ain't drafting you, dog. Like. <laughs> Like I did, I just why? Why did you go? He he, he he's super tall, dog. but he's not athletic. He he's he's just not. And, and so, you could have done better with that. And he dog. didn't even make the team.
0: Dog, dog. All right, Baylor Specter. I don't because I don't even want to. I don't even want to. I don't even want to comment on that. So, Baylor Specter.
1: Okay, special teams.
0: Great, cool. All
1: right. Like I don't even have. I mean. He, he, I don't want to see him playing on, on, on game day, like, on defense. I don't want to see that. So, so what, so what point? So, Yeah. What did we get out of that draft class?
0: So then, but now so now, let me ask you this, because Baylor Spector is a linebacker. Christian Benford, cornerback. Uh, Terrell Bernard, linebacker, cornerback with Kyler Elam. So half your draft class are defensive players. You give your defensive coordinator, these players, as rookies, and you don't even use them, but yet we're mad at Leslie Frazier. <laughs> now, the one thing that I'm mad at Leslie Frazier about, and this is what I will agree with everybody on this third and four, when you back up 20 yards on the on the wide receivers on third and four, it's the same freaking defense that we saw last year in, in, against Kansas City when it was 13 seconds and they just uh... left the field wide open. I understand that. So I'm with everybody on that. But but this is this is what we this is what we've been doing. You go back to the first maybe first two draft classes of, of Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean came around the second year, but I'll give him credit still for the, so let's say the first two draft classes of this regime, all of those guys turned out to be contributors, all of them. Tremaine Evans, uh, we, you know, we, we extended Matt Milano already, Trey White, Tr- uh, Tremaine, Tremaine Evans, he better, he damn well better be here. Uh, you know, Dion, we got Josh Allen. We can go down the list and those draft classes, were amazing ever since we do this every year every year i could pull up another draft class like oh yeah you know what i mean i i, oh, I could yeah. do i could go back i could go back and back we don't even have cody ford on his team anymore no nope and we got a aj epinesa
1: that don't i mean six and a half sacks but come on now like he ain't really he ain't done nothing
0: And again, this isn't me dissing nobody. I love all of these guys. Like, I absolutely love all of these guys. I just wish that, A, we played them. There was no reason why Kyrie Elam should have been inactive the games that he was. He was a healthy scratch several times this past season. Several times. And what what are we doing?
1: Look, man, and and I've been preaching this. It's okay to criticize the team. That they are not, you know, absolved from criticism. But we, mm-hmm. you could still love them, but be like, yo, like, yo, y'all need to step it up here. It's a performance review. This is a, this is a fan performance review that we're giving, an analyst, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, let's look at this draft. Greg Rousseau, great pick. Carlos Basham, nope, boogie. Yeah, I and mean, he ain't no boogie to me, dog you gotta earn you gotta earn that you gotta earn that nickname
0: bro no, you know I mean he, he boogie mm. down productions rep- you know boogie, I'm a boogie, boogie. <laughs> no, i ain't
1: <laughs> spencer brown man like i felt like you could have got him in the fourth fourth round fifth round fourth round at least the fourth round you, you there was other guys that you could have taken there tommy mm-hmm. doyle we still don't know about tommy doyle there's thoughts that maybe they can kick him in the guard or whatever and that's the thing like it's like we draft these line- offensive linemen and we have no plan for them like Cody Ford. Tommy Doyle is another one. Marquez Stevenson, that dude's been in. He was injured at Houston and he's injured in the NFL. DeMar Hamlin, that's a solid depth pick there. Rashad Wild Goose went on wait, and played.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Can, can I, without, without, without me being, uh, cause I understand, you know, we, we, we know what happened. Against the Bengals the first time around, so I know how the, the love affair has has gone on for Demar Hamlin. But can we be honest about something? Like it's not like we drafted Demar Hamlin and he came in and he he was Jordan Poyer or Micah Hyde. You know what I'm saying? Like when Micah went down for most of the season before Demar Hamlin got injured, there was a lot of complaints about that other safety position. Oh yes. So so wait, like and again, I'm all love. I'm, I'm not sitting here bashing the guys, but all love. Again, we're we're drafting. We're drafting guys that either don't quite fit with the scheme that that they were trying to run, or uh, the. I, I don't I don't know what's happening, but can we be honest about it? It's not like Demar Hamlin. Like I, I even saw the report that said that he's trying to come back. And um, there's some good reports that the doctors. I'll try to find it while we're talking about it. Uh, but there's some good reports about Demar Hamlin, and um, there's a possibility that he might play. And Brandon Bean said, you know, we got to hear for some more doctors and all this other stuff. But but can we can we be honest about it? And and, and this is not like Demar is going to come back, and then it's like, okay, so we could just let Jordan walk, and we won't feel nothing. Like let's let's be honest about this.
1: Yeah, no, see, that's why I said he's solid depth. He's not a starter. He's depth. Like, I felt like he he was slow to process what was going on in front of him. I think his eyes and reading, uh, you know, kind of just, you know, reading the coverage and leverage, I felt like he needs to improve there. Now, you put him in the box, and I felt like he had some good moments when, you know, you throw him down, let him play down in the box. But he's – I mean, it's, yeah, he's not – I mean, someone said in the chat, like, he's not that good. He's He's depth. He's just depth. And for where they drafted him, that's where – that's fine that's a that's a solid contributor at that dra- at, for the value there and then Jack Anderson, I mean he I don't know where he's at but he's on somebody's team but you look at all that and out of that draft class you got two guys one's good and the second one Spencer Brown we're still worried about but you got him in the third round. so there's like they're they're, they're taking these you know these you know high risk high reward players and they're not getting the reward they're get you know we're looking at mostly looking at the risk
0: okay all right uh, so after hamlet wild goose you mentioned wild goose he got snagged from the practice squad ended up going to play for the jets this year he just got an extension with washington oh good for him good for him he got an extension with but again we 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 draft these guys and then guess what now we, we we're using draft capital to, to let him play elsewhere. I,
1: I feel like Rashad Wildgoose is a better cornerback than Dane Jackson. I, I I know I know his athletic traits are. I know that for sure. But but here we go starting Dane Jackson. Can
0: someone explain mm. that to me? Man. Okay, Jack Anderson. <laughs> Jack Anderson. Jack Black. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, I whatever. I don't know where he's at. He's All right.
0: somewhere. Well, let's do one more. One more.
1: Okay. Let's do one more. I love this. <laughs>
0: Wait, did I pick the wrong thing on this? Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm I'm a. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm trying to get this right. So then we're gonna go back one more year.
1: Oh yes, I love this year. I love okay. this. <laughs> so this is the
0: year that we uh we traded. Our first overall pick to get Stefan Diggs. So we can say our number one pick is Stefan Diggs. Great pick. Great pick. Fantastic pick. Best pick they made other than Josh Allen and Tremaine Edmonds, in my opinion. Great picks. Round two. AJ Epinesa.
1: Nope.
0: Cheeks. Sarah said in the comments that he has six and a half sacks. Who cares? That's the problem. That's
1: the problem with Bill says. And I'm not attacking Sarah, but well, he did. I'm attacking. I need more. I need more. (laughs) I need more, Sarah. Cheeks. Zach Moss. Double cheeks.
0: Y'all know how I've been talking about Gabriel Davis all season. He's not the wide receiver number two that, that they promised us that we got.
1: Uh. Jake Fromm. <laughs> from State Farm. Uh, he's elite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyler Bass. Okay, Tyler okay, Bass is a good pick. Great. Great. Sixth pick.
1: round, great.
0: Isaiah Hodgins.
1: Look, Joe. Joe he's the New York Joe's, Giant. Joe's crying right now. Joe, Joe Miller, Miller is crying.
0: New York Giant, and catch up, well. catching touchdowns in the playoffs. That's what he did this year. He caught touchdowns in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We scored ten points at home in the divisional round against the Bengals. I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm gonna keep saying it. Dane Jackson, you just talked about how how you feel about Dane Jackson. Yeah. So again, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but we just went through three draft, the last three draft classes, and and what do we see? What five players? That we said, you know, so we're happy about the Elam pick. James Cook, two. Uh, What were we going to say? Khalil
1: Khalil Shakir, Krista Benford.
0: Okay, so you got four on this one that you're happy about.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, I can live with four. Yeah, I'm good with that.
0: Okay, so then 2021, Greg Rousseau.
1: And that's it for me.
0: And then go back the year prior we got eight a- Gabriel Davis because he's still here or or no uh, you know Tyler bass uh, Tyler bass, bass is a good one. okay
1: Tyler bass
0: and I think I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them points for Gabriel Davis sure I just for think sure. I just Fourth round I think pick, they're using right. him wrong I don't think he I don't think he should be labeled as that wide receiver too I think he's a very good wide receiver three yeah so I, that's where I'll go Fair. so I at a, I'd a Three draft classes, we're happy about three, I mean, about six picks.
1: And how many, can we count those picks up? So that's seven there. Uh, Eight. Eight, yep. That's 15. 15. And then another eight. 26. So we got six, really, six players that we're okay with out of 26. So you've had 20 players that are, meh, or not on the squad. Or, or not contributing. And that's why, that's why we have to go use free agency because we have holes. I think it's poor allocation of resources there. I'm sorry. We didn't now, even
0: mean to have this conversation, to be we honest did with it. you. We did. It. We were going to talk about the NFLPA and their grades that came out today. We were going to talk about um, the potential first-round draft pick getting a couple misdemeanors thrown his way for for street racing and all this stuff and his friend dying. And it was something else I sent you that we were going to talk about, but it's just fitting. It's just fitting, ain't it though? But go ahead and finish. I'm sorry to cut you off.
1: No, no. And Sarah, look, look, Sarah. It's 24.
0: <laughs> oh, she correcting your math?
1: Yeah, she corrected my math. But still, six out of 24 ain't good enough. That's 18 left players that you're like, mm. can, can can we get that? And I know every every draft class, you're not going to have tons of contributors. But that's under fifty
0: percent, right? That's Way, under fifty percent. Under fifty <laughs> percent. So, and and I agree with I agree with Roy. Roy says that Gabe Davis for a fourth rounder sure. is good. It's very good. But the problem is last season, going into this past season that we had, they were promoting him as a wide receiver one B. So the expectations on Gabe Davis was wide receiver one B you were, it was almost the same expectations. You remember the year that Cleveland had when, uh, now I get it. Bum ass, but when Baker was out there, right. I understand you had OBJ and you had Jarvis. So everybody was expecting like this high power. It didn't work out like that, but those type of expectations were the same expectations that were on Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs as a tandem this year. And it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. And it's so it's, It's frustrating because then you look at that and you're like yo we were the number two offense in the league and that's what Gabe Davis with 50% drops now imagine if he had similar hands or if he caught the ball like Diggs and he had less than 10% drops we easily would have been the number one offense in the league easily y'all don't hear me though they they ain't trying to
1: hear you dog they're trusting trusting the process man
0: (laughs) I'm I'm tired of this process. Yeah, I'm 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 tired of it. And then so then it's like, at what point? Because last night on the Code of Conduct, I I was talking to Jake and and Luca and I said to them, I'm like, you know, the thing is, I normally try to be like the the positive voice. And and I always try to, you know, it's all good, though, man. We got Josh and we got the window. And I just can't like I I, I can, but I can't like. Welcome
1: to the dark side, because that's where I live. That's where I it's
0: live. Just, it's just like, because the way I'm seeing it is like, yo, we're really wasting Josh Allen's like, like just do it. okay. He's gonna be great. I'm not saying that like he's gonna diminish in right. uh in skill over the next however many years, but it, come on, man, we're wa- we're wasting Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Now, is it fun? Hell yeah, to have a 13 and three season, possibly 14 and three, if, or 13 and four, whatever. Great, great year. Great, I had a lot of fun, man. I went to a lot of games, party with a lot of people, drank a lot of crown. You know what I'm saying? It was a good time this year. It really was. It was a fantastic yeah. time. Yeah. But, but no, nah. no, nah, because at some point, I just your homegirl earlier was just saying that's a lot of disappointment for 37 years. At some point, I wanna I wanna sit at the table with the people that talk Super Bowls. Yeah. At some point, I would like to talk Super That'd Bowls. That'd be great. That'd be great. When we I was in there i was living in indiana man and um now so when i was living in indiana we drafted ej manual we had stevie for the first part of that then we moved on from stevie but okay so you know what era i'm talking about what time i'm talking about my guy jesse that i had on the show the week we played the packers he's a packers fan my other guys there were coats fans because we were in indianapolis had another dude there that was um what team did he like i think it was I think it was the Bucks. I can't quite remember, but however you want to look at it, everybody had Super Bowl talk and right. everybody had playoff talk. I remember, man. I was at work. We was all talking, and I'm, you know how they release like they don't release a schedule early in the playoffs, but they were like, okay, it was like, oh, now all of next year's opponents have been finalized. Boom! So I got all excited. I'm like, yo, the Bills gonna be playing y'all, man. We could. it was like, wait, wait. We got playoffs to talk about right now. Like literally, they sunned me like that. They was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait. We don't care. We we still in this. We talking about playoffs right now." And I couldn't say nothing. I just had to eat that. I had to hold that L. Now, okay, the Bills are dominant. Five out of six years, we're making the playoffs. We went the AFC East in a row now, back to back to back. Okay, cool. Josh Allen said it in the interview. He's like, "Man, I'm tired of these hats. I want the I want the other one. We don't yeah. been here. I want the other." And that's where I'm at. So it's like, as much as I want to be positive. It's also like, yo, this is
1: right. being real. Like it's just being real and ain't nothing wrong with it. That's why I feel like if Brandon Bean and these guys don't put more resources toward the offense, that's the offensive line included and weapons for Josh Allen, there is a problem. There is a problem. Now I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because we haven't had the draft yet. And free agency is in a couple weeks.
0: My man Daryl Dome says, bro, you can't name one thing that Gabe does well. Okay, I'm going a, I'm to a be a little bit nicer. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the positive on one, you know, for a moment. I understand. Like, I know because all season I've been the one yelling and everybody was yelling at me saying, no, you can't talk like that about Gabe. Man, he's good. He's good. Okay, then they compare him to other wide receiver twos numbers. Fine. Right. I think he does stretch the field well. Absolutely. I think he, he does, does that well. do that well. I, I also think if we were able to – we don't do it and i don't know why but if we were able to move him and digs just move the receivers around sometimes put put davis in a slot put digs in a slot sometimes you know have a bunch formation just do different you know trips do something that's different i, I do think that he he does certain things well i really yeah, do for sure for sure but I mean, because you can't, he can't be completely horrible if we have the second off. Like it just, it re- right. realistically, we ha- he still had to do good things. But that expectation, going from what you're doing now or where you're at now to, um, fifty percent drops, man. Yeah. Sarah says digs in a slot with that route running. Could you imagine digs in the slot with route run? Yo, get a, get a boundary receiver in the draft. And they, and they, try, to they try to do that. They tried to do
1: that late in the season.
0: Well, they don't need to try it. They need to do it. Damn it, do it. They, they don't need try. To do it. Like,
1: and, and can I can I say something about what uh, Brandon Bean said about? Well, you know, people had expectations for Gabe. No, dude, y'all had expectations for Gabe because if you did it, you wouldn't. You would have gone and got a number two wide receiver. You, that that was on. That ain't on us, bro. That is on y'all. They put that on us. Did you catch that in the interview?
0: No, because to be honest with you, I didn't watch the whole thing. I got to know it. I'm, I'm being I, honest. One
1: of, it was McDermott or Bean said that, mess. So I'm like, hold up, player. Like, y'all, I get he had that game in Kansas City, but there were some of us who were a little skeptical of Gabe Davis being the number wide receiver, too. We had questions about, can he really do it? I'm cool to let him try, but they should have had a backup plan for that.
0: <sighs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about, um, so this morning, uh, it kind of, it kind of went wild. Um, it picked up and obviously it's draft talk time. So this is the time to do it, but the news broke that uh potential number one pick, uh, Jalen Carter, the Georgia defensive tackle, uh, he was issued. A, it was a arrest warrant issued for him in Athens after being implicated by police for racing in a crash that took the life of his former teammate and, uh, Georgia staffer. So now, the, the charges are misdemeanors, but obviously for this to happen at the combine or for this to happen um, just before the draft, it's going to hurt his draft stock. It's going to hurt. Um, it's just going to hurt the way people look at him and the way people talk about him. We, we remember a couple of years back with Jeremy Tunzel, like the, the weed thing, the weed video that came mm-hmm. out. Um, what are your thoughts initially on, on what's going on with, with Jalen?
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. Um, you know, I, I think we got to remind ourselves that these they're just kids at the end of the day. And I know when I was that age, I did stupid stuff. We all did. Um, however, when you're on that platform and on that stage, you sometimes you got to do things a little bit differently. Uh, and I, I won't speak on, you know, the what happened. we You can look it up and read what happened. Uh, but he he's got to make better decisions, and and I think that it's going to hurt his draft stock. I don't know how much, and I know they're only misdemeanors, but we got to really look at like there there was a couple lives taken that night, right, because of their foolery, right, or or their lack of judgment. That's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. Um, I, I I wish the kid well. I think he's a hell of a football player. Uh-huh. Um, I think he has some raw athletic tools that are power in his game that that's really good. I, I still think, I think he has a high ceiling, but he he's definitely not a refined defensive tackle, right? He's got some work to do. That's on the football side. You know, yeah. he was with the best player on that Georgia defense this past season. And arguably the season before he was, he's that good. Uh, but off the field matters too, just as much as on the field, off the field matters. So I guess we're going to wait and see how this process plays out. Uh, but it looks like if everything rings out to be true, this uh, that is something that could potentially hurt his draft stock. Well,
0: I will tell you what. How about he falls to twenty-seven? Great, and we trade Ed Oliver.
1: Great, how about
0: that? I think that would work for me. Let's trade Ed Oliver to the Arizona Cardinals with okay. a, like a fourth round pick, or for Ed Oliver and Gabe Davis. Now I'm on my Madden scheme, right? Ed Oliver and Gabe Davis get back D Hop. Restructure or extend his contract. Make it so that the first couple of years are not that bad. Have a team out after a couple of years, but but make sure you bless him too because he's worth it. Pair him with my man Diggs. I just and, I just feel like you know. What I mean. we got
1: one of the oldest wide receiver rooms in the league.
0: <laughs> but you know what? We we got one of the oldest wide receiver rooms in the league. But we probably we probably not scoring ten points in the playoffs at That's home. That's facts. There. That's facts. I just. Sorry, I keep dwelling on that, and but but y'all got to understand, a lot of people was mad at at at, um, at Leslie Frazier and the defense after, and they should have been. I'm not saying don't be. I got dragged. Offer? I got dragged for for putting some of that blame on Josh Allen. You cannot be a top three quarterback. You cannot be a top three quarterback. I'm gonna say it one more again. You cannot be a top three quarterback. And score ten points at home in the playoffs in the divisional round when all you've been screaming about all year is having home field advantage. Now you got it. Oh, and and, and for all of the, the um the non dome truthers, oh, it's home field advantage for the snow and the weather in Buffalo. It didn't look like it. <laughs> didn't look like it.
1: With backup offensive linemen by the
0: Bengals, Three. mind you. Three and okay, we didn't have Von Miller. I'm one of the first to say that we didn't have Von Miller. But guess what? We had first and second rounds. T- we we brought up all of these draft picks. I showed you all of these draft picks: Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham. Who we got? Who we got? Uh, uh who, 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 AJ Epinesa, huh? F- Jordan Phillips and and and, and Tim Daquan Jones. Daquan Jones. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <it's laughs> I love of, it. I love, love it, Because this is what, what I've been saying, and then the fact that you're over here on the dark side,
0: I love it. Keep going, because well, you going. know I be I really be trying to be as positive as possible. I'm like, yo, I love my team. I rep my squad. I got all this Bills stuff out here in Arizona. Everywhere I go, got a Bills hoodie or jersey on. Man, like, I be I be bumping the Benny remix everywhere I go, so people know it's Bills Mafia out here. Like, I I do like, you know what I'm saying? I will be going to the Bills backers bars. Been flying all this past season, man. I've been I don't even know how many games I went to. The flew all around the country this year. Sarah went to every doggone game, every game for the last two three seasons. Oh, you got man. you got people that spend money. And take vacation time, and 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 you know, what I mean, you got people that really invest in this to get ten points. <laughs> and you put ten points, <laughs> Sarah. Now is not the time. Okay, we don't care. She's talking about Daquan. We know that. We're talking we about season. I'm making the point. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Yo, Sarah, Sarah, I'm a muter on this joint. I'm gonna put her in timeout. But the point is, you got people that really invest in this stuff, man. And and for Bills fans, it's not just. Watching the game, it's not like it. Literally, it a it Bills more. game will determine your week in Buffalo. It means, it it, means the, more, bro, because that's a. I don't. I'm not saying this in a mean way. I love Buffalo, but the Bills is what Buffalo got. Like it's what is the Bills are Buffalo. Yeah, man. like that's what we got. And you gonna come on, man. Anyway, we got ten minutes. We got ten minutes. <sighs> Usai.
1: You get it out. You feel
0: woosai. better. Not really. I've been I've been talking like this for like the last two and a half, three weeks, and I still ain't got it out. And that's why I took the two weeks off from Code of Conduct because I'm like, you know what? I just need to get this out. Need to wooza, relax, reset my brain, and it just I'll be good. Nah, dog. Like ain't nothing good about this. Can, can, a,
1: can we talk about Tremaine Edmonds real quick though, please? Let's do. Because because if Josh Allen is a quarterback of your offense. Okay. And you paid him, which you should have paid him. And and if Tremaine Edmonds is a quarterback of your defense, why have you not paid him yet?
0: I think they should have paid him last year. Right. Don't even let him play that full year on that. And I get it. You got fans. I remember the voice of the fans. Let him let him earn it. He hasn't earned it. Okay. And now guess what? He' about to be gone, and I'm gonna tell yo, my heart is gonna be so. He gone. He gone. If we lose Jordan and Tremaine, and, and I feel like it's like a, it's a greater chance that we lose both, than that. And that just that really saddens me. That really saddens me. Was he 24? 24 years old, man.
1: So he's basically a rookie, like coming into the league. Uh, and we' about to let him. Well. He gone like like, so yeah, it's like, about
0: to get blocked. Matter of fact, hold on. How do I how do I mute? Future Chief. Let me let me like, put this man in timeout. Hold unlikely, on. Let me look. Block boom. him. He's blocked for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you are in. Tr- you are blocked for five minutes for even saying that. For those uh, listening by pod, Daryl Dome said he said he's going to be. Uh, he said Tremaine Edmonds is going to be a future Chief. Blocked. For five, he can't even comment no more. And I hope you—he feel- <laughs> probably in the chat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, yo, yeah, hey, Nick Bolton and Tremaine Edmonds. Oh my god, if that were to happen,
0: see, Roy, Roy wants to get blocked too, and I like Roy. I Roy, like Daryl. Roy,
1: Roy been cool, man.
0: He been cool until he talking about Belichick don't love Edmonds. You can't talk like that on here.
1: Yeah, I think I think, no. I think Tr- Tremaine going to end up with the Steelers.
0: Yeah, go,
1: go hit that like button. That's what y'all need to do.
0: You think he's going to hit the Steelers? Just what, because his brother is there? They love
1: linebackers. They are infatuated with linebackers. In a 3-4, you need two middle linebackers. Tremaine will eat. That boy going to eat. And he got guys up front that are going to help him
0: eat. I'm going to tell you where I really – there's two places that I really see him going if he if he doesn't return here in uh I don't mind one because I could care less, but but the other one bothers me. So the first one is is um the Washington. I don't know fully what they're I know they have some decisions to make with a linebacker or two, and they have some other things. I, I, but I definitely see him as a commander. And you know what, my man yeah, be on it. I could see him with the Lions. Yeah. I could I could absolutely Boy. see him with the Lions. I could see him fitting in um with that defensive scheme. And I could just see him going out there and being the leader that he's been in Buffalo uh, with less hate. You know what I'm saying? Like I could see him just enjoying himself playing freely and uh a few years of Bills fans saying, Oh man, I wish Tremaine Edmonds never left. That that's what I that's what I see. And I, I don't I don't like it.
1: Yeah. Yep. And I'ma sit there and laugh. About all the people. I'm i am I'ma laugh. If he if he goes to another team, I'ma laugh. Because all the people are, Tremaine Edmonds ain't he's trash. He ain't done this, this, and that, 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 that.
0: Okay. Yo. Daryl's in the chat laughing, and I told him, man, you got us messed up. Don't do (laughs) do that. (laughs) So, look, well, look, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. We got a few more minutes left. Uh, Let me me get your thoughts real quick. I know we just talked about um, Tremaine. What do you think about Jordan? Where do you think Jordan's going to end up?
1: Man, I don't know. I think he could end up with a team like the Chiefs, to be honest. I don't think the Dolphins can afford him. Um, I feel like he's gone. I mean, a dude so is selling his house or has sold his house or packed it up or whatever, I don't feel like they're coming back, man. And I mean Jordan and his family. Uh, and if I'm Jordan, I'm not coming back unless I get the bag. Like, he's got to capitalize on these next two years that he, or three years that he feel like he's going to play. And if the Bills going to lowball him, I got. I, 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 they had ample opportunity to sign him or value him if they wanted to. I think he's gone.
0: Can I say something that I feel like because I get challenged on this and I just don't respond because I feel like sometimes people just try to poke the bear or people try to be jerks about things. And um, first of all, I don't think that Jordan is the best safety in the league. I think he's one of the best safeties in the league. I also don't understand why people assume that they know what he's asking for. Jordan has never publicly come out and said what he's asking for, and then for those in the know. He's not asking for, he's not asking for something outlandish. So I I can, I can, that I can speak on, I can speak on that. He's not asking for anything outlandish. What he's asking for, the Buffalo Bills can absolutely do. They can absolutely do. And it's not one of those things that's going to hurt him. He's not looking for a six year deal. He's not looking for a five year deal. None of that stuff. He's not looking for a 25 million guarantee. Like he's, it's, it's not nothing outlandish that he's, that he's asking for. I know he just wants commitment from the team and he wants to retire here. Yeah. So um, I'm saying that to say, look, is there options? Is there other things that we can do? Yeah. But um, why when, when you can, you can keep the guy you have for the same or lower price than what you're going to sign a top free agent in that same position for, unless you're going to draft, then you have to worry about history has shown us that we don't even play We don't even play our rookies. So why do I feel confident that we're going to draft a good safety and then he's going to play and it's going to be that good? What? I don't have that confidence.
1: With pending needs elsewhere, namely the offense.
0: So all I'm saying is, you know, I'm not, I'm a podcaster, but what I'm saying is if I was Brandon Bean, I'm keeping joy. Even if you tag him. The safety tag isn't the tag for the linebacker. I'm not tagging Tremaine. <laughs> that tag for Tremaine is ridiculous. For sure. You tag him, work something out, man. And then Tremaine, yo, work that out. Yeah. Work that out. They talking about it's a possibility to bring back some of those dudes on the offensive line. For what? Why? Why?
1: Roger Saffo, are you kidding me? No, player.
0: No. No, I'm we- going to defer to my man um, John Fina says that Spencer Brown was visibly to him as an offensive lineman. He said, no, he, he still wasn't recovered from the back surgery. He had You can see it. Like there's certain motions, I guess, that he sees as an offensive okay. tackle that he's like, no, for sure. He's like, and Spencer's better than that. So, okay, we'll see. He's under contract, so we'll see. But Sappho, come on. And I'll be honest, and I've said this before, and we're almost out of here. Uh, Mitch, I love him, and he's a good center but I think he needs to start thinking about retirement. He's young. He's still, I think he's what, 29. He's not, oh, he seems like the, he seems like the dad of the group, like in your mind, yeah. he, like Mitch Morris is like 36. He's not, he's, he's still young, but when you have several serious concussions like that, the same energy I was given to him last year when he had several concussions, it's the same energy I give Mitch. I think Mitch is a phenomenal dude. His family are amazing. Everybody in his family is amazing. Everybody. But your health, man, you're a father, you're a husband. You want to be that as long as you can. Don't don't worry about this. What you already made. You got a bag, bro. Like he got it. He got a bag when he came to Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so you got that bread, man. Like, don't don't keep putting your body out there like that. When You know, concussions, you know, Sarah just said in the comments, concussions are terrible. They're horrible. In my opinion, concussions are the worst injury. Because I feel like the, they take them seriously to the point where they make you come off the field. and But then as soon as you're cleared, oh, they throw you right back out there. They throw you right back out there. Yeah. and Because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you have to be evaluated and you got to, okay, you're right back out there. Like you didn't have brain damage. People tear their ACL. They gave Trey White the option to sit out even after he was brought back during his window. They brought him back and he was supposed to be ready to play. And they said, oh, no, he's not ready. Healthy scratch. Nope, he's not ready. Healthy scratch, but for concussions, Tua got concussed against Buffalo, and then Thursday night he was right back out there.
1: Yep, and got drilled.
0: So I just I I I think concussions are the worst possible injury that an NFL player can get because I don't think that they're cared for properly by the NFL, and that's just you know, and that's history. That's not just this year. I think over history, the the we out of here, bro. What you got coming up this weekend?
1: Hey man, so attention uh, and We'll be back on Monday night. Uh, I'm gonna be talking NFL draft. I don't know if y'all if y'all missed the show, man. Go back and watch it. I kind of did a mock draft and I talked about yeah. the Bills roster. So I'm gonna get deep into the woods uh, when it comes to you know the press conference and and you know what the Bills are gonna be looking at for free agency. I got I got tons of stuff coming up. Uh, you know I have a, a TikTok page now, Stilo Huncho. Go go check me out on, on the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> you want to check me
0: out on the TikTok. Bro. Uh. <laughs> I gotta get one. Everybody keeps telling me that that's where it's at now, but I just I don't know. I'm old man and, and Twitter is where it's at for me. But I try to TikTok. I do some I do some of those dances and whatnot. I got it going a little bit. You know what I mean? Let's get it.
1: Yeah, let's get it. <laughs>
0: all right well shout out to my man Juan. he wasn't with us today but um he will be back with us next week um the code of conduct will be back next week i got my man dan joining me um crazy bills fan crazy hip-hop fan. so we're gonna try to mix it up we're gonna talk some some music and some football try to have Uh-oh. some fun um yeah i got adam in buffalo week one i got adam i got adam him. him and my man <laughs> i got a him and Joe Croom. i got him but but no we're gonna we're gonna have some fun we're gonna talk some music and then um then we'll be back again next week with the chop up tomorrow make sure y'all check it out I got my man fernando uh at 7 p.m He's going to be uh, having a pod that goes live on Buffalo Rumbling's uh, YouTube page. Then uh, we have the three-man rush with Sarah uh, Larson and Jerry Ostrowski. And I think for the for this week, I believe that, that that's probably going to be all on the VidCast side of things. But we got some good stuff coming up. I got some new people that we're looking at uh, as far as VidCast. And we got some other podcasts that, that might be rolling around. So... Look, y'all know how we do it. I always tell y'all, y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive, test negative. Go Bills. Go Bills.